0: Alright, take three on this one. So we, uh, I know you guys are probably hopefully listening to the final edited version of this. Well, it's not even edit. We don't edit our podcast, but we failed twice already today because this camera shuts off. So hopefully it stays on for you guys today so you can actually listen to an entire podcast uninterrupted. Alright, so what's up guys? So today's podcast has been a couple weeks. I think it's been three weeks since I've done one of these because I was in Tahoe just, you know, living life and celebrating the birthday. So I'm excited to be back on here and, uh, spread some knowledge and some wealth to you guys as always um this podcast was actually an idea well not really an idea just basically like a thought process of me spending four hours in a car driving home and um i was telling my girlfriend this as we were leaving tahoe i had like well, honestly one of the best vacations i've had i think ever it's just like one of my type of vacations got to do all the hobbies got groups of different friends to show up at different times a lot of time off um you know work was still growing and thriving without me here which always makes it more comfortable for me to be gone and uh I had this like moment in the car where I was driving and I'm coming down 50 and I just like I felt like just like energy running through my body like almost tingly and I was like man I just feel like so happy and so grateful and really just kind of gave me a moment of reflection to really kind of sit there and be like man I really like I'm grateful for the life that I have, right? I'm grateful for the life I've created. I'm grateful for the people around me. I have good friends, family, girlfriend. I have good team members. I have good members. Um, I have great hobbies. I have all the toys that I need. Like, I'm like, I really like at a place in my life right now where I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm very, very, I don't want to say content. I'm just like very grateful and I'm excited and just joyful for what I have going on. Um, so kind of, you know, let me down the rabbit hole of thinking about from a podcast perspective, like, what are, what are things that us as humans really need to do to shape a good life right like how do how do we create a life where you know 24 7 that we're always just kind of in a really good place where we enjoy it um you know for me personally with functional lifestyles it's it's a gym but it's more of a lifestyle brand personally and kind of a goal of mine and pursuit of balance as a motto is also part of the lifestyle of you know living a good life and finding harmony and everything that you do so you can actually live a happy life um, health is very important to me fitness and nutrition and all these topics that i talk about are obviously the channels and the platforms where i represent the message through uh, but my overarching goal with this entire thing and everything that i talk about via email and social media and this podcast and obviously person to person is really to spread happiness right like i really want people to be in a really good place where they feel like they just love life they live life and you know i have a tattooed on my arm live love laugh and lift and you know those kind of the the four things that I try to preach to people that really make a better life. So, you know, as I'm sitting there driving home and I'm kind of thinking about all these things and, you know, I, I hope none of this message comes off. Uh, I was telling my parents this the other week, golfing with them or the other day. It was like, you know, sometimes I almost feel bad when I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of weird to say, it, but like when I'm when like, my life is going really well. And all obviously a lot of that I carried to just like, that's how I set it up. And that's how I built it around me. Um, But not everyone is, right? Like some people are stressed out and some people are, are, you know, fearful and some people are sick and some people are depressed and some people are just not really happy or not fully thriving. And, you know, I don't want it to come off as something that you're being jealous of people having something you don't. I want the message to be like, how can we really think about sharing other people's journey that maybe are maybe in a better place or have – you know, maybe the tools or they've been where you are. And I look at it a lot with like my role models or the mentors or a lot of the stuff in education that I kind of, you know, read myself is like, I want to have certain things in my life. So I try to copy the people that have done those things really well. Um, because it's just like copying success is one of the easiest way to spark notes your version, you know, towards the end of it. So, I'm going down, I'm kind of writing this email newsletter last night and some of it this morning and I sought to finish it out because it was like it was a harder one for me to write because I wanted to share like, you know, some of the tools that we can kind of build into our lifestyle. But more importantly, like what are the things that we really should be focusing on when we think about creating a perfect life? So-called quotations. Um, so just to kind of start from the numbers aspect, 33% of our life, eight hours a day is spent sleeping. You know, so I give this talk to my dad and my mom all the time. It's like, stop being a cheap ass and buy yourself a nice mattress. You know, invest in a good thing that makes you sleep well and have a good sleep routine. So spending the time, the money, and the energy to be able to create something that 33% of your life is damn near perfect because that 33% is really the foundation to the other 66% of being awake, Right. Um, then there's another big chunk that we think about with work, right? An average person, let's say, is working in America 40 hours a week, give or take, some more, some less. And that's about 25% of our time of our life spent there. So it probably makes sense to pick something that you kind of enjoy. So this way, you don't work your way all the way to retirement, hating something the entire time, right? And I'll get down that conversation because that is one piece of it. Then when we look at the other chunk of time, and let's call that you know 40-ish percent of our life. You know, what are our hobbies, right? What are the what like what are the friends and family and the community environment around us look like? Um, you know, what are the things that you do um from a traveling standpoint, to eating and the rest of life of living? That forty percent is really gonna be very um subjective person to person obviously, because my hobbies and what I like to do in my life are gonna be very different than maybe what you you are as the listener. Um, so take this message as kind of a structure of is a very white label version of it. Um, and then you just plug and play your own stuff. Right. So I broke it down into three categories for me. Right. Like three things for me allow you to live a really, really good life. Right. Um, and I want to start in no particular order with work. Right. For me, like at 16 years old, I knew I wanted a gym. I was very passionate about like what the gym did for me and how it made me feel. Um, so I was like, if there's a way that I can somehow get paid to do something I love, like, why would I not try to chase that? Um, you know, and I was one of the ones I decided like I was, I'm not going to go to college because I don't, I don't need to spend the money because I can do this through certifications and workshop. And I started working in the gym at 16. Um, you know, and I don't think a lot of people, a are lucky enough to kind of figure out what they want to do, um, or even have the ability. So once again, sharing my story, you figure out how you want to do it. So you know, for me being in the gym for 14 years, almost nearly half of my life, I'm still just as passionate, passionate, if not more. Um, but the one thing that I preach and everyone has kind of a different approach and methodology for towards this is like really picking something that you at least enjoy. Because when it comes to the money, the one thing that I figured out is because when I was like late teens, early twenties, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this strictly for money. And I kept looking at like, You know, my parents, I don't want to say they were unsupportive of college, but financially they were not going to support me. So I didn't have, I had good grades. I didn't have good enough grades to get a scholarship or I didn't do much of that thing. So I was like immediately already looking, like, what can I do without a degree? And I was like, oh, like air traffic controller. They make 120, 30K a year and you don't need a degree, right? And all these like different jobs that would just, you know, be Googling or Yahooing at that time, probably. And uh and then I there was a couple times in my career where I, like I went to like sales and I kind of stopped doing fitness stuff but it was only like a couple months I was like no nah, I need to be back in fitness fitness is my space. And uh what I realized obviously with doing anything long enough is you actually can make money in any area of life and actually be incredibly happy because you're doing something you're passionate about and you still be financially free in a way depending on what kind of lifestyle you want to live um that's going to dictate how much money you need to make. Uh, when you think about wealth, just understand it's a ratio. It's income versus expenses, and it doesn't matter if you make 10k or 100k or 100 million, like, your expenses can dictate how wealthy someone can be. And so that being said, like, I was like, okay, well, I know money was always very important to me. Like, I wanted to have money to not necessarily just say that I have X amount of dollars, but I want to have a certain amount of freedom, like going on a vacation or, having toll, like I have expensive hobbies, like my cars. I love my cars and they happen to be expensive things when anytime I need to upgrade or repair or whatever. Um, but for the most part, I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, most of my hobbies now are like, you know, pretty taken care of. Right. And not that I want to, I'm complacent or I don't want to do it anymore, but like I found a way to make something that I'm passionate about that I enjoy going to work every single day. Granted it's my own and I built it, but you can still do this through employment. And to be honest with you. I still enjoyed it almost as much. I wouldn't say more or equal, but I still enjoyed being a trainer the entire time I was a trainer, even when I was working for different companies. Obviously, for me personally, with my personality, I enjoyed a little bit more having my own thing. But that being said, I mean, a lot of people, majority of people are employees and not employers. And I think when you put yourself in the right team and you put yourself in the right department, the right skill set, the right job, the right mission, you can actually have something that you're very passionate about. And I think a lot of people tend to look at work the wrong way. Um, and not to knock my girlfriend, but she always has the Sunday scaries. Every Sunday she gets like, oh, like oh, my weekend's over and I got to go back to work. And she doesn't I – I wouldn't say that she hates her work. She definitely doesn't hate her work. But there's obviously a degree of not loving her work because you wouldn't have Sunday scaries if you loved what you do. And so many people, when I tell them that I love what I do and I'm excited to go back to work, and like when they're like, oh, vacation's over, that blah, that sucks. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm excited to be back to work. Miss the team and miss the members and miss my work. And uh, I think this can be created as an employee and employer, right? So I think for me, understanding that just from a mathematical perspective, if 25% of your life working from call it 16 to somewhere in your 60s, whatever the average retirement age is, is probably pretty important to say that if over half of my life, time-wise of work, um, and 25% of my time every single week is being directed towards something, I probably should pick something that there's some level of enjoyment, and I think right now more so than ever in life with technology and with the internet, you can create side hustles. Um, You can create things that you can just be more passionate about that are ancillary kind of sources of income for you. There's ways to make a lot of money and there's ways to do things you're very passionate. It's just doing the work to get over that hurdle. Um, But there's also ways not to do that and just find a job that you really, really enjoy. There's a lot of people that leave startups and go to big companies like Google or Facebook because they want something that's less stressful or not as high paced, depending on the department, obviously. Um, Then there's some people that are the opposite that are workhorses that like staying busy and they like the startup mentality. Um, So I think there's one thing for everyone really listening to this to really, really think down, deep down inside, what's going to be something that you wake up actually excited about, right? And what is that position? What is that role? What does that job title look like? What does the job description look like? What is... What is it that you're looking for in a job for you to actually be excited? Is it freedom? Is it control? Is it your own thing? Is it working for a company that has a good culture? Is it working for a company that makes a lot of money? Like figuring out and dialing those things down, but at the end of the day you need to remember like if something doesn't make you happy, it's probably not worth it to do forever. Um, now that being said, there's always going to be downturns. There's always going to be tough times. There's always going to be sad parts. There's always going to be boring parts. There's always going to be parts of every job and every role and every life and every part of every life that has those sides. But ideally in the macro, you want to say overall, I actually really enjoy what I do. Right. Um, cause I'm going to tell you just from personal experience, and this is this entire episode today. I love what I do, love what I do. Right. And I can make more money if I worked a lot harder and I can sacrifice a lot more things and I can do all these things in whatever direction the goal would be. Um, but I tried to really, you know, someone preaching balance, try to find my balance, right? And the one thing I will tell you that I learned last year, you know, and coach Cisco asked me this, my girlfriend asked me, I was like, what did you learn last year that, you know, you didn't learn previous 30 years or 29 years? It's technically 31. I'm starting my 32nd year. So my 30, which is my 31st year, uh, I learned the, the, the certain degree of balance that kind of I wanted in my life, right? Spending time with my parents, going golfing, going to have drinks and food, hanging out with my friends on the weekend, hanging out with my girlfriend, be able to go out to dinner, having that freedom both financially, but more importantly, time-wise, um, I realized was actually more important to me because I always was go, 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 type A personality, grow the business. And also remember this, like this stuff is cyclical. You know, in the future, when I open up more locations, I guarantee time's going to dissipate. So it goes through its ebbs and flows and it goes through phases and I'm at a phase right now where I'm kind of enjoying that kind of freedom or that relaxation a little bit. So, you know, I would say for everybody, that would be kind of my starting point for everybody, number one, because the number one thing that I see from a stress perspective is everyone writes down work and or family relationships, right? So you should probably make your work a priority of reevaluating what you truly want and figure out what the thing that you look for in work that actually makes you happy. Is it culture? Is Is it money? And If it is money, why is it money? Or if it is money, is it a wealth thing? And what's your lifestyle look like? And just dial all those things down. Write them down. Take the points of reflection. Second thing I would look at is, and this is something I said probably about a year ago in a podcast, which is the importance of hobbies. The one thing I will tell you that I would probably be the most detrimental to my life, even if I had the same job and I had the same friends and family and girlfriend, if I didn't have hobbies, I definitely would not be as happy of a person I am now. So for me personally... Um, it's probably the biggest of the three. Uh, I just don't think it's the biggest of the three when it comes to a time commitment standpoint. But for me, it fills my cup the most. Um, so going golfing with friends or family, going skimboarding or surfing or wake surfing or snowboarding or mountain biking or playing sports, doing something active like I love what i have for my hobbies or taking in a harley ride or going on a ride with the car like you know all these little toys that i've collected over my lifetime like i'm at a place where i'm like i feel like i don't really need more of them i just love what i have because i already have so many damn hobbies so whatever your hobbies are then like think about a big one for all of us obviously listening to this including myself like working out it's a hobby it's not a requirement you don't have to work out you don't have to eat healthy you're just going to live a life that's not going to be as optimized, right? And that's okay if that's your choice. But, um, you know, for me, I want to optimize every level. So like working out is another big piece to it, right? So picking the hobbies and the things that, you know, I think a lot of times I see this more in my clients that are, have our parents or have big families or business owners or busy with work in general, um, is they put all that shit to the side. You know, I have kids now. I can't do this, right? Or I have, uh, a lot of priorities work, I can't do this. And the, the, the answer is, is bullshit. You can, you just have to make the time management and the effort towards it. Um And you have to be able to create those boundaries between family and work and everything else that you have in order for you to do that. And the cool thing about hobbies is it doesn't take much. You know, for me going like, I'm gonna try to go skimboarding Sunday morning, I do two hours out of the 168 hours, just two hours. I go do that and I'm like, wow, okay, I got something for myself. You know, hobbies are a great way to, you know, from, you know, for me, I love things that give me adrenaline or that little dopamine rush. So There's something I feel like I'm chasing to try to get better. Or I'm acquiring more skills or, you know, whatever it is, or even things that are very passive, like reading, like, I feel like I'm getting better. Um, it doesn't take much time to fill the cup back up when you have something that you truly enjoy. That's 100% for you, right? Like, There is no other person that should come in mind when you think about your hobbies. You're thinking about what do I enjoy the most and having as much of that stuff in your life as possible is going to be something that's going to make every single day and every single week so much more enjoyable because you're not only going, okay, well, yeah, I sleep eight hours like everybody else. I have a job, pays the bills. Hopefully, you can find something, like I said previously, that you enjoy and like because that takes up another big chunk of your thing. But then you go like, oh, well, I'm going to go do this or I'm going to go you know, whatever the hobby might be. But having that either daily or ideally at least minimum weekly, it's a huge piece and a vital piece to uh, filling your cup back up, right? And when you can do these more consistently over time, this is where we really start to kind of dial in like this kind of very grateful kind of feeling and just joy and excitement. And you're just like – I come back with like a smile on my face every time I go do a hobby. Um, sometimes when I do shitty at golf, I come back probably a little bit more frustrated or maybe a little bit more uh, – little tipsy than I should because I was not playing so well, but, you know, different hobbies, different strokes, different folks. Uh, the number three, which is something I've talked about a lot and it's something I will forever talk about because it's the number two dimension for me and it's the number two most important thing. Um, well, I guess that doesn't make sense. It's the second most important thing to creating an optimal lifestyle and optimizing health overall. And that's your community and your environment, right? And uh, sorry, I feel like I keep picking my nose on camera here. I'm not. I'm just like I have the fan on. Dust is blowing here. Sorry, I'm getting distracted again. So, community environment. Like, think about it this way. Like, I will forever keep saying, like, sounding like a broken record on this one because I just realized how important it is. And when the better I've gotten with my age, and I've done a really, really good job not to toot my own horn over the last few years of dialing that down, of understanding that I always wanted everyone to like me, and I always wanted everyone to be very happy. Um, so I was kind of, in a sense, I don't want to say impress the masses, but I was like that when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I've been like, no, like, there's going to be certain people that like my style. and There's going to be certain people that don't like my style. And I'm not here to try to intentionally offend anybody. Uh, but I am here to build a life that's built around me being happy first. Because I know when I have something to pour from, I can, you know, fill other people's cups. Versus it being the other way around and being empty and just draining myself. So I really have just dialed down the environment, the, the community. So what I mean by those two things is community number one. You know, my relationship, my family is good. Um, it's great. My, my middle brother and I are probably the only ones out of the entire family that have had, like, little mini tiffs here and there. But normal family stuff, we're in a good, great place now. Um, I have a great girlfriend, an amazing girlfriend. I love her. want to be with her forever. And that, those two parts being such an essential piece to everyone's life, having those dialed down, I think, is obviously an incredible peace to staying happy you think about the amount of people that have bad relationships with their family or divorces and i don't think a lot of people are as lucky or fortunate or whatever word you want to use even though i think uh, you still have a lot of control on how you handle those things um and then your friends too right for me personally like i'm at a place where i'd rather have a handful of friends that i call like great friends that i can call on whenever i want and i don't need to see them i come from a place that i'd rather be very unconditional um, I don't need to text you or call you all the time for me to still be your friend or still be your family or still be blood. Um, uh, cause our relationship will be exactly where I left it off. Doesn't matter if I saw you an hour ago or a month ago or a year ago. Um, and I've kind of, I've had those relationships really kind of built and set into that place. So very grateful for everything there that I have. So when you think about your community, you really, really have to kind of pay attention to like, You know, it amazes me still how many people like they they gossip about their friends or other people or like, I'm like, is that really like a a true relationship or a good relationship? Because the last thing I want to be doing is gossiping or talking shit about my significant other or my family or, you know, my friends. And granted, like I'm a, I always joke around and have want to be very passive and relaxed and I talk shit to people naturally, but I'll never do that behind their back. Like, oh, if I talk shit and I love you, I'll talk shit to your face. Um, you know, but a lot of times I, I see that people are just like, and they're in bad places. Like they don't like their coworkers or they don't like, they're not really happy in their relationship or they feel like their friends are all oh, my friends fucked me over. I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound very good. You know, that doesn't sound very genuine. So take the time to really evaluate what's for you is going to be complementary to what you want in your lifestyle. What's going to support your goals? What's going to support your happiness? Um, it's not, you know, being, you have to be to a certain degree selfish, um, to find and build those things around you, right? Versus just being a passive yes person. And be, yeah, I want to be friends with this person. Yeah, I'm going to go out with this person. You just kind of, you just don't look like you have any boundaries for yourself. Having those strict boundaries in place for who you want and how you want them to act around you or how you want them to act, period. And some people are not going to change and that's okay. And those maybe those people are not going to be some of your better friends. Um, that is a huge vital piece, obviously creating a very happy lifestyle for yourself. And then the the environment stuff is kind of ties into work like where do you spend majority of your time right like do you like the city and state that you live in do you like the country you live in do you like the job you work in do you like the time that you spend most of your stuff like if you're someone that sits behind a desk all day and never gets to leave the house or lives in a place where it's rainy all the time and you wish you had some sunshine like those are environmental things that you have control of changing um so those are kind of the three big things it's like number one like address work because i think it's such a big thing that so many people have so much stress and anxiety and fear around Um, number two is really the importance of having hobbies and having time set out every single week or daily or however you can structure it to do something for yourself right and then number three is really just kind of optimizing and shaping and always refining it's never ever going to be set it's dynamic Um, optimizing the community around you and the environment around you and you know the tv you watch like i always tell people like I like to watch things that make me laugh. I like to watch things like ridiculousness at the end of the night, or Shark Tank, or some Netflix with my girlfriend. I don't like to watch the news. I don't like to watch depressing things. I don't want I just personally just don't want to hear about it. And that's just me, right? And I just like some people would be like, "Well, you're blind to what's going on." That's fine. I'd rather be blind and happy versus the other way around. Um, the music I listen to, you know, like I choose to, as I've gotten older, listen to more and more of the style of stuff that I like, which is more reggae and alternative rock and, you know, happy, good feeling music. I mean, I've never been in a bad mood listening to Bob Marley. I've never been in a bad mood listening to my reggae. Um, I've been in aggressive moods listening to rock or rap or, you know, and I see like your mood changes with everything that's around you. So taking the time to evaluate those three things, for me, I think are the best tools that everyone can take listening to this to really go like okay this is how i create a life that i am just truly just like grateful for i'm excited for every single day Uh, i'm not stressed out about it i'm not complaining about people or things that i'm doing it's just like i am living life to the fullest um you know and this sounds kind of weird maybe or dark sometimes but i always tell people that like I live life on one side of me that like, I want, I, I build it and shape it in a way from my wealth and my health that I'm going to live to 120, 150 years old. Like I want to do the things that prep me to be able to do that. Cognitively, I want to be functioning at a high level forever. Um, physically, you know, financially, like I want, I want those things to really be kind of built on the idea that they're going to last sustainably for a very long time. But mentality wise, the way that I live, is if something drastic happened to me and I got in a car crash, I died, it sounds dark, I would be happy with the life that I left it, right? like, And I think we should be trying to build our lives almost around this philosophy that anything could happen. There's no point to living a life in fear and anxiety or depression or stress or anger or resentment when you, at the end of the day, are the one that has control of dictating what you want from that life. And I know that it's so much easier for me to say this in my shoes because so many people have different circumstances and i'm not here to say this as a blanket statement i just want this to be something that hopefully can empower people to understand that you have so much more control than you think you do and your happiness is dictated on the lifestyle that you create for yourself so stop playing victim to what's going on in your life and start taking back control and understand that you are the only person in this driver's seat and if you don't like the people in the car, kick them the fuck out. If you don't like the car you're driving, go get a new one, right? If you can't afford, like whatever it is, right? I don't know how far I can take that analogy. You have the control over it, right? So uh, I think I'm going to cut it up there so don't keep it too long as usual. Uh, it's nice to be back in the podcast. I don't got any vacations planned. So you guys should be hearing me weekly again. And as always, share this with somebody that you feel like can hear this message. Leave a review. I love doing these podcasts. I hope you guys like hearing them. Um And I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Have a great weekend.